Although heart disease may often be thought of as a problem for men, heart disease is the most common cause of death for both women and men in the United States. Here to talk about women and heart disease, the unique differences in women's heart disease, is Dr. Carolina Congora, a board-certified cardiologist at the Emory Heart and Vascular Center and assistant professor of medicine at Emory University School of Medicine. Another in the podcast series, Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. Here's Bill Klaproth. Dr. Kangora, thank you so much for your time today. So is it true that many women would not recognize the signs of heart attack in themselves? Yes. Hello, Bill. Thank you for inviting me, first of all. And I'm glad that we're talking about this important topic. And yes, it's true. Unfortunately, our women population uh, are not aware of how important it is cardiovascular disease and that it's still, it's it's still, even after breast cancer, the first cause of death for women in our country. And yes, it is unfortunately very unrecognized and the risk factors that lead to cardiovascular disease are well under-recognized and under-treated in women more than men. All right, you just mentioned risk factors. Let's talk about that for a minute. What are risk factors for women when it comes to heart disease? So risk factors are those factors or those problems that a woman can have on their health that increases the risk of having a heart attack or a stroke or any cardiac disease in general. The main risk factors that a woman can encounter throughout their lives is basically, they are basically the same that in men in addition to few others. First, the first and number one risk factor is hypertension. Hypertension is a disease that affects almost 50% of our population by the age of 80. And it affects women and it affects more women than men after age 50. In the fifth decade, there are more women than men with hypertension. So hypertension is the number one risk factor for cardiovascular disease. And the others are, most of them are known, smoking, inactivity, obesity, diet, not healthy habit, diet habits. And genetics play a significant role, of course. And in terms of women in specific, there are other risk factors that are only present in, in women, which are those women, for example, that have hypertension or hypertensive disorder during pregnancy, those women that develop gestational diabetes or hypertension during pregnancy. We know that that's a significant risk factor for future cardiovascular disease. And rheumatological diseases like lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, there are conditions that increase inflammation systemically in all the body. And we know that these, these diseases are more common in women. So these are other risk factors, particular to women that increase cardiovascular disease. Also, oral contraceptive, the use of hormones, specifically in patients that smoke. And there are other risk factors as well, like migraine with aura and those that are more common in women. Depression has been associated to cardiovascular disease and unfortunately is more common in women. So those are, in general, the risk factors that increase the risk of having cardiac disease being the number one cause of death. Well, those are good to know. And some of those that you mentioned, I wouldn't have associated that condition with heart disease or a higher risk of heart attack. So thanks for going through those. So speaking of the differences between men and women, what are the signs of heart attack more likely in women that may not be so in men? Well, so it is interesting, but um, it is in general having having a heart attack and having uh, an event, a cardiac event, in general it produces the same symptoms in men as in women. There are some variations of the symptoms in women, but the, the number one, and we, we mostly know about that, the number one symptom is chest pain. 
We, some people would call it chest discomfort, chest pressure, chest heaviness. Women and men experience the same type of heaviness and chest pain in general. But in women, there might be other signs of a heart attack. Besides the chest pain or the chest pressure, it can go to the neck, it can go to the jaw, it can radiate to the shoulder. Sometimes it might be associated to nausea, to vomiting, dizziness, lightheadedness, just the not feeling right. So these other symptoms are more common in women than in men. Men have the typical chest crushing, chest pressure that we see in the books when a man grabs their chest. Women have the same type of symptoms, but it can be radiated to other areas. And sometimes it can be associated to other non-specific symptoms like what I mentioned and also fatigue and tiredness. Those are the main difference, the main differences in terms of presentation of a heart attack in men and in women. So if a woman experiences any of those symptoms you were just describing, at what point should she think, uh-oh, this is more than just a sore muscle, something could be going on here that I need serious medical attention? At what point should she reach out to her doctor or even consider a 911 call? Well, this is a difficult question because it's the only way for us, even as a physicians, to know is having like a complete story and to put everything in perspective, the risk factor, the type of symptoms, the language for an for a patient that doesn't really know, it's, it's very difficult to know. But you know yourself, and if you're a woman um, that are having like different type, something that is new to you, any chest pressure, you're feeling more tired than usual, it's, you're feeling that you're having to catch your breath more, you're feeling shortness of breath, and it doesn't go away, or it just stays there for longer and it's lingering, and you can't really, you're not used to these symptoms before. To be honest, it's really difficult for a woman by herself just to say, well, this is this or that. I think... Whenever you have this type of symptoms, you just have to consult your primary care physician or to discuss with your primary doctor to let them make that decision. In the case of when you should make the 911 call, if that woman that presents with chest pain that is associated with shortness of breath that is lasting, is lasting more than 10 to 10 to 15 minutes and you're feeling dizzy, short of breath, you have a nausea, some palpitations, and it just doesn't go away, if you, need, you feel that it's you're not feeling right, and this is just more than a regular ache. You should call 911 or head over the, to the emergency room, of course, to make sure it's not it's not a heart attack because this is we have we have ways to treat. But of course, it's better if you catch the things on time in a timely manner. But always, right. I tell women, nope. don't try to diagnose yourself. I've seen a lot of patients thinking that this is reflux, that this is a muscle pain, and they're waiting at home, self-medicating, waiting, and it was actually this was actually an incubating heart attack. And when they go to the ER or to the hospital or to the primary care, it might be actually too late. So let's talk about prevention. We hear the term know your numbers. Good for a woman to know that too. Is that correct? Yes, extremely important. You have to know your numbers. And as I mentioned, risk factors are high blood pressure, smoking, high cholesterol, overweight, inactivity. You have to know your numbers because in the case of, for example, hypertension that I mentioned as our number one risk factors, we call hypertension as the, as the silent killer because you don't feel it. You don't feel it until it's too late. So you have to know your numbers. You have to take active actions. You have to be proactive and go and ask your doctor, what is, what is my blood pressure? What is my blood pressure every year when I go to my regular checkup? Uh, what is a normal blood pressure? We have to know that normal blood pressure now, by the recent guidelines from the American College of Cardiology and the American Heart Association, is less than 120 over 80. So you want to know, well, where is my blood pressure? Is it getting higher? Is it trending upwards since the last few years? I, I want to know what my LDL or bad cholesterol is. I want to know what my HDL or good cholesterol 
is and I want to know my weight. Am I in the red zone? I'm in the in the in the green zone where I'm in a good weight. I need to know my numbers and to see what my risks are and how I can make changes to get more into the red and the good zone and stay away from cardiovascular disease. It's extremely important to know your numbers. Yes, correct. And at what age should a woman start paying attention to those numbers? What age should she start thinking about? You know what? It's getting old enough now. I should start thinking about my heart health. So now we are calling even children. You know, unfortunately, we have an epidemic of obesity in children, and children are getting hypertensive, believe it or not. So the pediatricians actually started screening for obesity and for hypertension since early childhood. So really, since you are a girl, you should start, you know, your your parents need to get on top of your weight and make sure you're in a healthy weight. And since you're in your teenager years, you start to get, you need to start getting, uh, to make it, to get aware of your numbers. And we in general start screening for cholesterol at age 18. And then after that, uh, we we start, according to your risk factors, we start screening every every five years with cholesterol and see what your cholesterol is and in every visit check your your blood pressure. So really, since early in your teenager years, you have to start knowing your weight and your blood pressure. Well, that's good to get that baseline information. And lastly, Dr. Kungor, if you could wrap it up for us, what else should we know about women and heart disease? So we have to know that is, as I mentioned before, and I can I can emphasize this enough, is the number one of killer of women in our country, more than 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 cancer and more than other causes, and is preventable. Is the number one, you know, one of the main risk factors, for example, for cardiovascular disease, is the number one preventable risk factor, which is smoking. So we have to be aware that that cardiovascular disease kill us and that we can prevent that. We can make changes, fortunately, and that if we know our numbers, we know where we are, and we can take a steps to, to get into a, a good weight, a good cholesterol, avoiding smoking, drinking, exercising, being active. We can, we can have a healthy, longer life. Women, women live longer than men, but we want to be healthy, healthy, productive women to the society and to, to us and to our families. And lastly, women are the ones that bring the health to, to the families. We know that women are the head of the families in the sense of medical care. Women are the ones who teach our children and the husbands that they need to be healthy, that they need to come to the doctor and be checked, know their numbers. So that's where we insist in educating our women because they are the base of the of the health for the families and the society. Well, so much of this is preventable, so please pay attention to your numbers and your heart health. Dr. Kangora, thank you so much for your time. For more information, please visit emoryhealthcare.org slash women's heart. That's emoryhealthcare.org slash women's heart. You're listening to Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.